Welcome to the Writer's Journey podcast. Get inspired and see how taking the writing process one week at a time can not only create a book, but change your life too. I'm Simon Huggins and I'll be sharing a half hour journey every week with aspiring authors who need to get the book out there one way or another. We'll be sharing in each writer's journey and see how the process of writing a book transforms their lives. To find out more, why not go to writersjourneypodcast.com or say hi at facebook.com slash writersjourneypodcast. Hi there. Is that Farrell there? Yep, I'm here. So yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll let you kick off. So um, the main thing to understand about written word media is that we serve two audiences. So we serve authors, largely uh, independent authors, but we also work with some major publishers as well. Uh, and we serve readers. And so our goal is to make sure that readers find a book that they want and that authors get a chance to promote the books that they've written. And okay. so it's sort of th- that that matching that we really pride ourselves on. And so the written word media brand is really a parent brand um, that interfaces with authors. And we basically sell uh, ad placement in our email newsletter, which goes to readers. And on the reader side, we collect a bunch of information about the reader when they sign up. So we collect what genres they like to read, what devices uh, they like to read those genres on. And then we send them tailored uh, custom recommendations based on what they've given us. And so we've got four brands, each of which focuses on a slightly different type of reader. And then depending on what an author has written, they can buy an ad that targets uh, one of those brands or a subset of those brands. And to give you kind of a um, quick overview of the brands without you know sort of boring you too much we've got four different reader facing sites one is free booksy which helps promote free books uh one is bargain booksy which helps promote uh discount books mm-hmm. the other is uh new in books which is more of a editorial site with more information than just deals it's got um author interviews and articles and listicles and stuff like that and there's a lot more content there and we also have Red Feather Romance, which is focused exclusively on romance novels. Um, and any author can go to secure.writtenwordmedia.com, uh, follow the um, prompts there, and um, you know purchase an ad on one of those sites. Uh, so that's kind of it in a nutshell. I'm not sure um, what other parts you want me to focus on, but happy to just keep chatting. No, so I mean, um, ideally, so, so somebody's coming to, uh, I guess, the bit of the author's journey, I guess, where they'll mm-hmm. start looking for this is when looking at this is when they're when they're they've got their book that, that they're about to publish and they're thinking I need to let people know about what I'm what I'm actually producing here. So, uh, do you tend to find more that people will use these you'll, you'll use these services when they're just about to launch a book or? And times where they think, okay, I've got a bit of a slump in sales and I, I could do with them um, as people taking a look again or if they're just about to release a new book and they're, they're trying to promote that or, or try to get people in on their, an earlier. Yeah, so, so that, that, a whole combination of those. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's a good question. So um, the first thing to know is that, you know, we, you can't buy book promotion until you have a book. And so for us, what that means is your book is published and has a live link on Amazon. That's all you need, but you do need that. So if you're in kind of the manuscript phase, um, we don't currently have any products that can really help you. But once you've published, 
we've got some great stuff. And so um, it all depends on what your philosophy of promotion is, but we are big believers on the discount promotion. And what that means is you lower your price of the book to either zero or 99 cents for a short period of time and you run a promotion with us uh, and then you raise your price back after a day or two. And we've actually seen this work really, really well. It's an incredibly proven technique. And so I think a lot of people, especially people who have just published their book or just about to publish the book, um, they've just spent months, you know, writing and editing and getting the cover design. They've poured their blood, sweat and tears into this thing and offering that book for free feels uh, really bad to them. Right. Mm -hmm. And I totally understand that. Uh, it's, it's, it's hard stomach, but the thing about it is, you know, marketing is really based on math, right? And so if you run a free promotion on for one day, which you can do through your KDP dashboard, which we can talk more about later, uh, mm -hmm. you can um, run the free promotion, buy a promotion with us on free booksy. You'll give away thousands of downloads, uh, which means people get the book for free onto their Kindle. And then the day after you raise your price back to whatever it is, you know, say it's $2.99 uh, and you see a ton of sales on that day because all of a sudden people know about your book. Amazon knows about your book. And uh, what starts to happen is your book gets traction where it may not have before when you just do the uh, publish and pray model, right? Um, and so what happens is you'll start to see the first handful of reviews trickle in, which can be really, really frustrating for a lot of authors to say, how do I get those first few reviews? I know reviews are important on Amazon, but how do I get them? So running a free promotion is a good way to get your first handful of reviews. Uh, and, you know, we've seen authors who can get anywhere from one or two reviews up to, you know, 10, 15, 20 reviews over the few weeks following their promotion. So that's a really powerful thing. And then you also see sales on the day after. And so if you're thinking about launching your book, I'd really kind of recommend that you, that you do a free promotion, especially if it's your first book and you don't have a lot of traction um, because you can just, you, you really start to, it's a good way to launch. People get in your book, you start to see your KDP reads. Uh, if you're in Kindle Unlimited, come through. Uh, and you see reviews trickle in, you see sales come, you know, flying in the day after and slowly trickle in after that. So it's, it's a way to really uh, kind of yell at Amazon about your book and, and give them a lot of information about it to recommend it. So, I mean, does that tend to work the same for both? Uh, do, you, do you sort of target specifically fiction or do you, um, do you have nonfiction authors? We do, yeah. So, so we, we have both. Uh, we certainly focus on fiction. Um, we have three nonfiction categories, general nonfiction, which is usually historicals, uh, business books, biography, memoir, that kind of thing. And then yeah. we have two specific categories for self-help and how-to, uh, which is a lot of um, sort of specific how-to books and self-enrichment. And then uh, we also have a cookbooks and nutrition category, which is very popular. Um, and so we, you know, and, and to be super candid, those um, genres don't sell as well as fiction because when you think about it you know finding a free recipe online is pretty easy these days and so cookbooks have become less of a less of a thing uh, biography and memoirs typically only move if the person that the memoir is about is famous uh, yeah. and that sell a lot but if nobody's ever heard of you it's very hard not impossible but very hard to get traction on a, on a memoir um, and so we, we do we certainly sell a lot of those nonfiction categories but uh, not as much as we sell fiction no, that's fair enough so um if um, so, um, do you have so if somebody wants to actually um to to put an advert on in one of these mm -hmm. uh, one of the various sites, um, do is there any information available as to the kind of um uh, reach that they're likely to get for, with that? 
Yeah, so we have um, an author and publisher payment portal where you can buy the ads, and that's at secure.writtenwordmedia.com. Um, or you can go to any of our four websites, freebooksy.com, bargainbooksy, and, and find the four authors link in the, uh, in the menu bar, and that'll take you to where you need to go. Um, and you'll see we provide the cost of the ad, the genre, and the reach, which is the approximate number of people that we're sending the book to. Um, that reach number is kind of a way to think about the response you're going to get from your ad but it's not always uh, everything, right? And so uh, really what you need to think about is what's the response that you're going to get. Some of our audiences are more uh, avid than others, and that's just sort of a function of, of genre. And you'll, um, you'll kind of figure that out once you get there. But, uh, you know, if you have a book that's a mystery, clearly a mystery, then it's going to go in our mystery category. And if you try to buy, uh, you know, horror or something that's really off kilter, our editorial staff will, will find that and they'll, they'll contact you by an email and say, Hey, you know, I think your book might be better in this category. Oh, excellent. So, um, if so, so certain, there's a certain amount of kind of pre-checking with that. I mean, one thing I was going to ask as well, because obviously a, a big part of, um, so a book becoming popular is, is ensuring that there's good quality of writing there. Mm -hmm. And so I'm guessing you, you, because of the fact that you're trying to match, um, readers with good quality content, um, how, how, how can you sort of help ensure that um, the reader is getting good quality content or are there any particular tips that you can give to authors to, to ensure that that quality is, um, is appropriate for them? Yeah, so I, I can definitely speak to that. So the first, first thing I'll say is this. Um, two of our sites, Freebooksy and Bargainbooksy, have editorial criteria that is very friendly to independent authors. So we have a really strong belief that everybody deserves a shot to promote their book. And there's a lot of services out there that the way they curate for readers is they require a certain number of reviews um, in order to promote on the site. And that's kind of like the Ivy League approach, right? It's saying, like, you know, get, get straight A's at a really great high school and then, then we'll think about letting you in. Uh, we, take, we take the other tack. We say every independent author, they might have a, a, just a, a killer book waiting in the wings that's ready to go but they're just struggling to get those first reviews. And so we, we, we take those authors. We do editorially curate for um, content. We don't accept anything that is uh, hateful or incites violence or anything like that. Uh, we don't um, accept anything, any kind of uh, a cover has to be above a certain threshold of quality. Although I wouldn't uh, scare anybody off, you know, uh, cover is not, is a really important thing uh, and you should spend money on it, which we can talk about. But, um, you know, we do accept, we do accept a lot of covers. It's, it's a friendly editorial criteria for new in books in red feather romance, our editorial criteria are higher. And so we, we look at those books more closely and, and we have to say no to more stuff. Um, but certainly if you're looking, if you're just kind of getting started and you're looking at a place to launch your book, you know, booking a free booksy promotion or bargain booksy promotion will take you, you know, three or four minutes on our site and it'll cost you, you know, somewhere between 25 and $150. And, uh, and then you're done <laughs> and you can spend a lot of time on Facebook, uh, on Twitter, tweeting, you know, grinding and forums, trying to get people to look at your book. But in terms of time and time and money invested versus return gotten on book marketing, we feel that our service is an incredible value. Right. So, so, so typically between the time when somebody um, submits, uh, submits their request to, to have um, that ad put in place and um, it actually getting uh, sent out to readers, um, how, how, what's, the, what's the sort of uh, gap in time there between those, would you say? 
So the part of our purchase process is the author picks the time. So they pick a set, they pick a date that works for them and they schedule the promotion right there when they're buying it. So there is no, um, they don't have to wait for us to tell them when it's going to run. They pick when it runs. And the only thing that it's subject to is inventory. So uh, we only accept so many books per day. And so if, if a certain genre is sold out for that day, they, they won't be able to pick that day. But other than that, they can schedule. And we usually keep inventory open about three months out. Um, so you can schedule, you know, sometime in the next two or three months. Um, at when you're looking. Uh, we don't accept sort of next day or two or three days. So we kind of sell out everything three days or so in advance just to make sure that our staff has time to look at everything that comes in. Um, but it is a really flexible platform. So if you're, if you're looking to promote a book, you want to do it next week uh, or two months from now, uh, you, can, you can pick the date with us. Right. Okay. Um, so I guess um, one of the things as well, uh, I guess people may struggle with if they're new to this is uh, um, how to create an effective ad for, um, so that people actually take notice of the book. Mm-hmm. Cause I guess there's a lot of competition, you know, out there. Have you got any um, hints as to how people should um, put together an ad? Yeah. So with us, they're actually not putting together an ad. All they have to do is submit the book and they write sort of the, the description. Uh, and we require a different description than there is on Amazon for some technical reasons, but also just because it's, we find that it sells better to have a, a short, succinct uh, description rather than a longer one. Um, and so, you know, the, the ad, quote unquote, is really the book cover and a little blurb about the ad, which is about 350 characters. And, you know, which is only three sentences-ish in that neighborhood, depending. Um, And so the tips I'll give you for an ad is, first of all, is make sure your cover looks good. Yeah. And this can be really hard for people because, um, you know, some authors are designers, but most are not. And so they have to have somebody else interpret their book. Uh, and that's a challenging thing for anyone to do, even if they're very talented. Um, and also a lot of authors are not used to giving creative visual direction, right? Uh, and so you, you end up with varying degrees of success, and that can be a frustrating pr- process for authors. And I certainly understand what they're going through. Um, that said, I would recommend that for your cover, you pay for it. And typically you get what you pay for with book cover design. And we did some surveys and you can look at our blog at writtenwordmedia.com and search for cover design. But we did uh, a survey and we found that most of our authors that are successful, that are earning over $100,000 a year on book sales, are paying around $250 for their book covers. Um, And that's an average, right? So that means some people are paying 150 or 200 and lots of people are paying 300 or 350, but it kind of gives an author a ban for what they should be paying. If you're paying $50, you're probably not getting the highest quality cover that you could. Uh, and certainly we understand that some people can't afford that and, and that's totally understandable. And if you have a $50 cover, then you do and, and we'll do our best to get it in. Um, but I would recommend if you have the money and you're serious about, about promoting your book that, that you spend a little bit on that cover. Do you, do you have any recommendations as it's so, such an important thing um, for the kind of uh, any particular resources that people could go to to, 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 to help somebody put that a book cover together? So I don't. And that's something that I, that we should put together. We, you know, there's, if you Google, you know, book cover design, you'll find there's basically a few categories of people out there. There's the pre-made covers, which are ones that are already made and you just put your title on them, which are great and a really good value. And they're usually pretty good quality. The problem is finding one that fits with your book. Right. Uh, and then two is, um, getting one custom designed, and that's where you're paying the $250-ish um, to get those designed. I don't have a good place um, 
to recommend to look. You can go to readsy.com and that they'll help you match uh, with a cover designer, but they're probably going to match you with a more seasoned cover designer. It's going to cost more money and you'll probably get a great product, but you'll, you'll pay for that great product. Um, and so we don't have a good recommendation, unfortunately, for sort of the, the middle tier book designers. Um, but it is something we should probably develop. No, it sounds like an, op- an opportunity in the making there. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, well, thank you very much. I, I understand you. You said I think you said that you need, you would need to sort of um, uh, shoot off at some point. Uh, yeah, I, I probably have another four or five minutes here, but hopefully we can get a few more things in. Brilliant. So, so you did mention that um, there's. Uh, so, do you tend to take people from specific platforms? So, um, you mentioned that uh, Amazon quite a lot. Yeah, um, we. Yeah. Is it so, so Amazon you you tend to work with, or, or are there other platforms like Kobo? And, um, so we yeah. So we primarily focus on Amazon, um, but we work with all platforms. So, uh, in other words, if if you this is very rare, but if you're only published on Kobo, if you're only published on Apple, we can still send your book. Um, but we just, we usually need it. Most authors at this point are, are published on Amazon one way or another. And so that's sort of our system is based on that. Um, also, Amazon has a big ecosystem around it and our product tends to work very, very well for teaching the Amazon algorithm or artificial intelligence or whatever you want to call it, the Amazon system about your book. And then you know that little line that says customers who bought this also bought this when you're browsing on Amazon. Um, running our service tends to teach Amazon about that. And so when people are looking at other books, they'll start to recommend uh, your book. Excellent. So, um, so, so in a sense, for the, I think generally the recommendation is if, is if somebody's starting out, then Amazon's a good platform to start with. I think um, so. I, I would say that. I mean, it's the biggest play is begin to get some traction in Kobo. Um, but far and away, if you're just getting started, Amazon's going to be the easiest uh, place to get started. That makes sense. Makes total sense. Um, and so, so, um, I'm just trying to think. So, if I, I guess the, the, one of the things which um, people also struggle with, I guess, is because um, uh, they're not marketeers necessarily, mm-hmm. um, they struggle with the actual copy of. Uh, yeah. When you trick somebody down to a small amount, then it can be difficult to understand what what do people really need to know in order to to, to sort of take a look at this book. Yeah. Uh, and I'm guessing that tends to be sort of more genre specific. Yeah, that's a great question and it's a hard one, but I think it's, it's important for authors to focus on this because it's as important as the book itself. And so the things to hit that, are, that, are, that we know of, um, and obviously we can't predict the future, but these are the hints that we give, is if you have any awards or accolades, lead with that. If you've been on any bestseller list, won any award, no matter how local or small, start with that, right? That's why you see... Everybody always starts with New York Times bestseller if they're a New York Times bestseller, right? And if you were, you know, local Chatham County uh, author of the year in, you know, some niche genre, fine, still lead with that. You know, it's, it's something. Um, I think the other thing is to don't worry so much about giving away the plot. Really what, uh, what people want to know from that blurb is what am I getting into? Is this book, if it's a mystery book, is it a... Is it a, you know, um, a CIA thriller? Is it more of a psychological thriller? Is it this? You know, try to help people understand that within the genre, what are they going to find with this book? Is this a book about a hero? Is this a book about a, uh, an anti-hero? Is this you know, that kind of stuff? And then boil that down um, just into you know, two or three sentences. And don't worry about um, 
you know, explaining the whole book that, that that's not what your goal is. Your goal is to say, Hey reader, you might like this book if you like something else. And that's the last hint they'll give you is uh, use popular authors. So, so, Hey, if you like, you know, I'll say James Patterson, but that's not that helpful because he's everywhere. But you know, if you, if you like this author, then you'll like me. Uh, and that gives the way the reader a way to kind of triangulate on like, okay, this is a book that I might like. Um, really what you're trying to do is give the reader a reason to like your book. And if you just talk about the characters, uh, it's going to be tough. What you want to do is talk about what the meta information about the book. This is a, you know, this is an adventure book. This is a book that won this kind of award. This is a book that is similar to some other book that you've probably heard of. Those are the kind of concrete things that will help a reader really latch on and, and, and read your book. So, so really it's about trying to actually help people see uh, this is, the, so if this is the kind of book that you like, um, then this kind of fits into your, the kind of thing that you read. So it's, so in a sense, you've got to have a, a sense of who, who your target audience is going to be as well for your book. Yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly right. It's a really good way of putting it. And I think the other thing that I'll say, the one thing not to do is to write something generic or to try to trick a user in a, yeah. in a similar genre into your book, because that's a recipe for disaster and bad reviews, right? If you, if you have a psychological thriller that's about a you know, serial killer or something dark and you try to make it a cozy mystery, you know, because you think you'll be able to get that audience, you're going to get raked over the coals on the reviews on Amazon. Your book's going to struggle to sell, uh, you know, own the audience that you're going for. If you're going for cozy mystery, go for cozy mystery. Don't make it dark, make it light and, and tell the people what they're getting into when they, when they read your book. Okay. So um, I guess at the end of the day, so if somebody's written a book, then that, that they're going to have to understand the, the market that they're, they're getting into for that. So I guess for those people who, who insist on um, straddling more than one genre, mm-hmm. um, have you got any hints? <laughs> Yeah. So I think, you know, certainly there's nothing wrong with, with going in between genres and playing with genre. That's, that's what makes books exciting and fun. But I think if you're, if you're running an ad to uh, let's say take paranormal romance, right? Paranormal romance, the romantic element is what's leading that genre. So lead with the, you know, the love interaction between the protagonists. Um, Whereas if you're um, looking at sort of fantasy paranormal, while there's certainly some crossover there, the focus of the reader who's reading fantasy paranormal is on the, the world that's created, right? Like what, what is this new crazy fantasy world that the characters live in? And what are the rules of that world? And the romantic interaction is secondary. And so when you run in those genres, just make sure to speak. If you're in a crossover genre that can run on two, just make sure that your, your blurb speaks to the audience that you're marketing to at that time. Right. And so that blurb might change a little bit for audience A versus audience B. Um, and just be conscious of that and be aware of that and, and know that, um, you know, the people that have the most financial success, uh, not equated with literary success, are those that, that write directly into genre and hit the sort of genre requirements on the head. And I guess the target, the audience that you're likely to reach is, is probably going to be larger as a consequence of doing that as well. Typically, yes. Okay. Unless you, unless you're lucky enough to actually create a new genre. Yeah. And, and you know, I think that's, that's the, uh, that's the unicorn that everybody's looking for, right. Is a book like, um, like the Martian that's hard sci-fi, but happens to have universal appeal because it's about a man overcoming adversity. Um, and I think, you know, the, those are few and far between and, and the people that are really making a lot of money and doing well in this industry are not doing that. No, fair enough. Um, those, those are kind of more the outliers, I guess. And so if you, if you want to be, um, if you if you if you're kind of serious about being um, a writer and carrying on being a writer over a period of time, it's it, it's good to sort of place your pets where you're likely to 
to actually get the readership. Yeah, and, and I'll just I'll just add the caveat that most of my advice is based on the goal of an author being financial success, which is which is not the goal of every author. And so, I, to be fair and just to make sure that I say it out loud, you know. Some people are writing just because they want to write a story or they want to write a kind of stories and the financial success is less important to them and that's fine and we can still help them market those books. But the kind of advice that I'm giving is, is mostly based on the authors that we have who are doing this full-time for a living uh, and their goal is financial success. No, no, it's, it's good to know because I guess for, us, for some people it's just more about getting getting the word out there as a, uh, in which case um, uh, free booksy and bargain booksy are probably ideal. Um, so. Yep. And possibly a way of getting more unusual genres out there as well, more unusual books. Yeah, absolutely. As long as the expectation isn't to get millions of people to pay for it. <laughs> well, you know, you know, running with us, we will get a lot of people paying for your book. I mean, you yeah. will sell copies. Uh, depending on your book, you may sell a few and some books sell a lot. Uh, but, um, you know, it really does depend on your book and the audience that you're trying to reach with that book. Okay. So just, just one last question before sure. we go. Um, uh, so if uh, a lot of people that I'm talking to are writing uh, more than one book, so they're writing typically series of books as well. Yeah. Um, is there a particular way that you'd recommend making use of these services if, you're, um, once, if you've got a number of books that you're working with? Yeah. So, Definitely is the short answer. And, uh, you know, our service is built for that. So free booksy and bargain booksy are great ways to promote a series and specifically to promote the first book in the series, which I would recommend you make it free or, <coughs> or I'm um, very low priced. And the reason is because you're trying to hook audience, you're trying to hook the audience and get them to read through the entire series. Um, and so, you know, our, our, I think if you're writing in the series model, great, that's a good thing to do. It's what readers want. It's what makes writers the most money. It's a model that works for everybody. So I think I'm a big fan of the series model. And we have a specific product under Freebooksy called the series promotion, which uh, promotes the whole series. But we found that, you know, it can be incredibly effective just to promote book one. Good to know. Thanks. Thanks for that. Um, so is there anything else uh, before um, before you go that you'd like to, um, your readers to know, other than obviously wh where to go to? Yeah, I think, um, so yeah, I'll get that administrative stuff out of the way. You know, uh, you can go to writtenwordmedia.com and on there you'll find our blog, you'll find links to all of our advertising products uh, and all the stuff that you need to find and things that I've talked about here. Again, the four sites that we have are free booksy, bargain booksy, Red Feather Romance and New in Books. Um, and the kind of parting words I'll say is, uh, you know, being an author is an up and down process. Uh, things can be going great and get one bad review and, and it's very, it can be emotionally, uh, it can be an emotional setback. And the thing I would encourage everybody to do is to keep at it because uh, people are reading more books now than ever. We're seeing more authors than ever be able to make a living out of this thing because of the ebook revolution it's an exciting time to be part of all this. And, and I would encourage everybody who's, you know, right on the edge of publishing their book or is close or is struggling to just to, to push through, to know it'll get better, that it's an exciting place to be and, and we're here to help. Uh, and if there's anything that we can do to help you promote your book, we're, we're certainly going to do it. That's brilliant. Um, I couldn't think of a better way of rounding up. Thank, thank you very much, Phil. Um, Absolutely. Media, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. All right. Thanks a lot, Simon. Appreciate it. Okay. Thanks, Sam. Bye -bye. Thank you very much for listening to the Writer's Journey podcast. It's great to have you around for the journey. Now, I'd be really grateful if you could rate and review the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever it was you found the podcast. That way, others can find it too, so you'll be paying it forward to the next person who learns to love the amazing guests who join us each week. 
If you'd like to join the conversation and talk to others about your own writing journey or aspirations, or would like to talk about the podcast, then there's a few places you can say hi on the Facebook page, for example, at facebook.com slash writersjourneypodcast, or on Instagram at writersjourneypodcast, Twitter at writersjourneypod, or just go to writersjourneypodcast.com and you can find out more information about guests on the podcast. There'll be writing resources and access to all of the Writer's Journey podcast episodes and their show notes. Join me next time on Writer's Journey podcast. Let our writing journey continue.